Coming to you from 1,200 feet above sea level at the desert floor in the Valley of the Sun with current temperatures at a whopping 100 and, oh, I digress, 91 degrees. That's right, just outside of Phoenix, Arizona. Welcome to Inside Studio CRE. I'm your host, as usual, Eddie Smith with Country Road Entertainment. For all of you joining right now, the gate is wide open for y'all, so come on in, put your feet up, and enjoy the show. Today in country music history, George Jones and uh, Tammy Wynette released their seventh studio album, Golden Ring, which peaked at number one on the uh, the uh, Billboard Country Album Chart. The singles, Near You and Golden Ring, both reached number one on the country singles chart as well, and the year was 1976. The Urban Cowboy soundtrack double album was at number one on the U.S. country chart. The album spawned numerous top ten Billboard country singles, such as number one, Looking for Love by Johnny Lee, Number one, Stand By Me by Mickey Gilley. And number three in the AC chart, Could I Have This Dance by Ann Murray. And number four, the Love the World Away by Kenny Rogers. The film is said to have started the 1980s boom in pop country music known as the Urban Cowboy mo- Movement, also known as Neo Country or Hill Boogie. The year was 1980. George Strait released Easy Come, Easy Go, which would become his 25th U.S. number one country hit. The track uh, was led led single from his album of the same title, and the year was 1993. In country music news, Dwight Yoakam stars alongside Clint Eastwood in the upcoming film Cry Macho, according to Deadline.com. Eastwood is also a producer on the film, which will release in theaters in, uh, and HBO Max on September 17th of 2021. The movie is based on the novel Cry Macho, penned by Richard Nash, in the upcoming film, Eastwood portrays uh, Mike Millo, a former radio star and horse breeder who accepts a job from from a former employer, employer excuse me, Howard Polk, played by Yoakum, uh, to bring Polk's son home from Mexico and away from the alcoholic mother. Uh, the movie also follows the challenges they face as they journey to Texas. Reba McIntyre, alongside her boyfriend Rex Lynn, can now be added to the millions of people nationwide who have been inflicted with COVID-19. McIntyre has since recovered from her illness, but recently took the TikTok to advise her followers to take head of nationally suggested precautionary measures. She's also offered updates regarding her forthcoming performance schedule. She was also and indeed vaccinated as well as prior to uh, becoming ill. The Las Vegas Review Journal reports that the MGM International has donated two acres of private land to be uh, used to create um, a permanent uh, memorial to honor both victims and survivors of the mass shooting that took place at the Las Vegas Route 91 91 Harvest and Festival in 2017. On October 1st of 2017, a gunman opened fire of the crowd um, at the Route 91 Harvest Festival. And you got to forgive me, folks. This is a uh, this is a rough one to talk about. Um, uh, I had uh, some friends were up there and whatnot. It was a it was a bad day, but the uh, Route 91 Harvest Music Festival attendees who had gathered for the festival across the street from uh, this gentleman's suite at the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Ultimately, 60 people died due to the mass shooting with hundreds more injured. So uh, that's pretty cool that they're doing it. There's going to be a sign on the corner with a um, to uh, 
you know, with a plaque to memorialize the whole section. Okay, so with that, our first guest is what I would like to call one of the busiest ladies in the country scene. Her mission as an influencer is to help keep the cowboy lifestyle movement going, and uh, her name is uh, Heather Morrison. So let me go ahead and bring her on. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you. How's it going? It's going. I, you know, I was just cracking up to myself. It's actually 91 degrees down here. I can't believe it. I like the, the coolest day we've had in months. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. So um, I understand you're in Colorado right now. Doing I some am work. in Colorado. I'm at the Denver International Airport. We're selling some boots. And pardon my voice. You know how it is. I'm always on the go and I have a so just bear with me. <laughs> I hear you. So uh, why don't you tell us uh, what you're up to? So you're selling some boots. I see you got some hats going on. Oh, you got a customer in there too? Oh, we have lots of customers. It's yeah, always super busy in here. It's been amazing. So good. Lots of customers. Check out this beauty right here. She's about to get herself a, a hat. Say hi. You're actually live Howdy. on Country Road Entertainment. <laughs> How y'all doing? So <laughs> I can't hear you. I have my in. Oh, you got the earbuds in. So I understand yeah. uh, you've uh, partnered up with uh, a friend of yours and uh, kicked off the business that way. Yeah, you know Ashley Jackson. She opened this store. It's called the Colorado Cowboy at DIA, okay. and we have known each other for many years. But uh -huh. we ran into each other this year at NFR, and we we're like, you know what? We need to get together and do something big. <laughs> Sometimes all my right. voice just doesn't come out at all. <laughs> and so less than six months later, here we are. We have a Western store in the Denver airport and it's been amazing. And so whenever I'm not busy on the road, going somewhere else, then I just stop in and help her and come stay with her for a while and do this. Yeah, I was going to say, how does, are you like bouncing back and forth like crazy between Arizona and Colorado now? I mean, cause every time I look online, you're somewhere else. <laughs> You know what? I wish I was going back and forth between Denver and Arizona all the time. I think I've spent six nights in my own bed in the last three months. <laughs> my goodness. What does uh, Mr. Morrison have to say about that? Well, Mr. Morrison is in California building power lines. So it kind of works out for both of us. That way we can see each other when it works out for both of us. We just, we're busy people. Well, this is true. This is true. And I'm sure I'll, I'll run into both of y'all at some point randomly at like something like the distillery or something. It's generally how it happens. Yeah. Jim tells me I got to come back. They're losing a lot of money when I'm not there. Cause it turns <laughs> out I try to invite all my friends to the party. Sorry. I'm trying to figure out how to hold my phone here. Uh, we got to get you. Like I said, we got to get you a gimbal. That's what you need. Well, I don't do this all the time. Usually well, everything should. I do is in person. No, this is true. This is true. So now are, are your, any of your products available online or do we have to go to the store? Well, it's great if you can come to the store, but if you can't follow me on Instagram, Heather Ray thrives, R A Y Heather Ray thrives, follow me and the boot babes. And if you see something you like, it's Colorado cowboy at DIA, the actual word at. So okay. follow us on Instagram. And if there's something you like, just message me and I'll give you a smoking deal. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Fancy. So I have a lot of fun being here, but you know that I love to 
travel all the rodeos and do everything I can to keep the cowboy lifestyle alive. So I do mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff still with Cowboy Lifestyle Network. So make sure you guys are all following CLN, Cowboy Lifestyle Network, and all the fun things. We just want to make sure we're keeping this whole cowboy life alive. I love it. Outstanding. Well, I'm, I reckon I need to let you get back to work. Oh, no. I, oh, yes. You, they, they're all taken care of. They're in good hands. We've got some good people here. This is my buddy, Brett London. He's amazing. And Austin, he's the boyfriend of Ashley. He's oh, back okay. there helping this chick get her first hat. So, yeah, this place is in good hands. I'm just here having fun and helping out. It looks like there's a lot of product in that store. Oh, check this out. I'm just going to do this. Wow. We have, a, we have a lot of great things in a really small space. So anyone that's traveling through DIA, make sure you stop in here. And if I'm not here, just tell them heaven sent you and that you're supposed to get a discount and they'll heaven, give you one. Heaven sent you? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's, that's my name here in Denver. Everyone here calls me heaven. I'll tell you the story about that one later. Okay, fair enough. Well, so I'll definitely Lonnie. stop in when I'm on the road in September. I'll definitely come in there. Okay, awesome. We can't wait to see you. Uh, I'll bring a camera rig with and we'll get some footage right in there. That'll be awesome. 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 Well, hey, Heather, thank you so much. We're going to. It's good to have, see you. I haven't seen you in a while. You. No, it's been. Well, oh, God, how long has it been since we've caught up? Last time um, I saw you was at. Well, it was at. The I'm store. sure. I think I was celebrating my birthday still. What did you have a birthday month? How long did you celebrate? Well, it was July 8th, but I'm still celebrating. I'm still accepting gifts. You're still accepting. It's been over four weeks, Heather. It's terrible. No, I, I remember uh, that's the night that we met Wyatt from Nashville. Yes, that's right. That was the last time I saw you. He's really good, too. Yeah, he is. He's really talented. And he, and he was on the show, and it was a lot of fun. Good kid. Do you know what his Instagram is? Tell everybody to follow him. Uh, Wyatt's? Yeah, not, not off the top of my head. You're quizzing me. That's from, like, that's from a couple weeks ago. Wyatt. We'll put it in the comments later. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's at Wyatt Putman Country. That's exactly what it is. I remember that now. Yep. So everybody follow him. He's really good. Yeah, he's great. But today's guest okay. comes from Texas, so I'm going to uh, shuffle him in here in just a moment. Okay. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, Heather. D don't have See too much later. fun. So long. Uh, yeah, right. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right, folks. That was Heather Morrison. Uh, definitely check out her business if you're going through Denver International. But that brings us to today's guest, Texas-born bred Americana artist Dallas Burrow. And he has, yes, you guessed it, the one thing I love to bring on here, new music. So let's go ahead and welcome Dallas to the show. Howdy, sir. How's it going? It's going, sir. Thanks for your patience, but here we are. Um, oh, yeah. Welcome. I appreciate you having me on the show, man. How are you? Oh, man, I'm doing great. I'm actually, we were just, I'm, I'm actually, I'm in a great mood. Dude, it's 90 degrees here. That just puts me in a really good mood for the day. That's not too bad, huh? Well, you ever been to Arizona? It gets a little warm here. Sure, yeah. Uh, just passing through, uh, mostly uh, kind of back and forth to LA, but, uh, you know, I like the desert. So I've, I spent a little bit of time out there. 
you know, I like the desert, but not when it's 118, and we've been having a lot of those days. Uh, that's that's crazy. Well, now you're in what what part of Texas are you in? I'm in Central Texas, a uh, town called New Braunfels, uh, kind of between San Antonio and Austin. It gets a little uh, warm over there, doesn't it? And it does. It uh, it hadn't been too terrible this year, but I mean, yeah, you know, July and August it can get into the uh, you know, hundred, hundred and ten region. Oh. 100, 110, really? Now, but you you don't have the humidity, really, do you? Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's it can get pretty swampy. Yeah. Really. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I, I know I've been. You know, I I used to go back and forth from Houston a lot, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you that's not a place you want to be during the summer at all. It's pretty warm, man. It, but uh, uh, it's one of those things. I think if you grow up with it, you kind of get used to it, um, or at least. I think so, but maybe never really do. I don't know, but yeah, it's 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 hot, brother. Yeah, you could put. I'll tell you, in Houston, you could you could put a knife through that air. It is just right. And, and then every five minutes, there's like a lightning strike somewhere nearby, notifying oh. you on the phone. Sure, <laughs> not a fan. But uh, so, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, you're. I mean, this is your first time here on the show. Um, how yeah. long have you been in music? Man, you know, I've been a kind of playing and writing most of my life. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I got into playing the guitar and writing songs when I was probably, you know, 12 to 13 years old, which is about 20 years ago. And, uh, uh, spent a lot of my twenties just traveling and playing all over the place. Um, you know, spent time in Nashville and new Orleans and California and spent some time in Europe and just traveling around kind of being a, a gypsy kid and, and writing songs and just experiencing life. And then in the past few years, uh, you know, I've kind of settled down a little bit, uh, started a family, uh, you know, decided I wanted to get sober a few years ago. And so that's been a good thing for me. And um, I went out to Nashville a few years ago, made my first full length album called Southern Wind. It came out in 2019 and then came back home to Texas and, uh, here in the last year or two, have made a record with a guy named Bruce Robinson. He's a pretty legendary, uh, you know, kind of character in the Texas music scene and, and really in the in the music scene uh, at large. And um, yeah, so uh, just a few weeks ago, put out uh, my second full-length album. It's a self-titled record, uh, so you can find it all the places you find your music out there um, under my name, Dallas Burrow. Dallas, like the city, Borough, B-U-R-R-O-W. Oh, you got it spelled right there. But uh, so, uh, so yeah, that's kind of what's going on. All right, Odd. And what's this? Uh, I, I'm told about this, um, the Redbird, list, Redbird Listening Room that you, uh, you yes, own? Sir. Yeah, my family and I opened up uh, a music venue here in New Braunfels. It's, uh, it's a pretty unique uh, place to come hear some music. Um, there, there, there are places like it, but not, nothing like it quite, uh, quite like this around here. Um, you know, you've got the Bluebird Cafe up in Nashville, which is kind of a famous uh, mm-hmm. spot to go here, songwriters. Um, and there's a few places around Texas. You've got the Old Quarter down in Galveston. And uh, there's a place uh, called the Bugle Boy out in LaGrange. Um, but basically the idea is, you know, it's not a bar. It's, it's kind of a theater atmosphere. Uh, but it's, you know, it's 
a pretty small room, relatively speaking, uh, seat 50 or 60. You usually sell 50 tickets. So it's you know very intimate, um, you know, kind of a, uh, just a sweet little place, man. And uh, we've had some really great songwriters. Um, we started out with a guy named Dale Watson. It was our grand opener. And we've had, uh, you know, just really incredible shows. Uh, right now we're doing a Sunday songwriter series. And, um, and Thursday nights we have a songwriter's night. So we encourage uh, songwriters in the area to come out and, you know, play a couple of original tunes and stuff like that. But uh, looking uh, forward towards next year, we're probably going to ramp up booking a little bit. And so we'll probably have ticketed events um, maybe Saturday, Sunday, if not, you know, Fridays too. Uh, so we're just kind of just getting started, but it's, it's been, it's been a really cool thing so far. Awesome. And when, when did you actually officially open the place? We had our grand opening on April 25th. And uh, we, so we've had a, a show every Sunday since then. And so we're just, you know, kind of in our first year of business and uh, which has been an interesting thing. I mean, for me as a musician, you know, um, seeing things from the other, other side of the coin, um, being responsible for, you know, booking the talent and, and running, you know, figuring out what it takes to run a, a successful music venue. It really gives you an appreciation for the talent buyers and, and the, you know, the, the other clubs that I'm going to play at. Um, you know, helps me to understand the psychology behind some of the, you know, the uh, decisions that get made uh, when the shoe's on the other foot. And uh, so, what what was the inspiration behind? So, I mean, so you you tr you're you're I assume you're still traveling with your music, yeah? Oh yeah, sure. I mean, I you know, things are starting to ramp up a little bit okay. uh, now that you know. Uh, the pandemic, I mean, it's, you know, it's touch and go at the moment, but, uh, but yeah, I've been, I've been out playing more and, and uh, traveling a little bit more in the past uh, couple months here. And uh, I think, you know, hopefully things don't get too crazy and uh, we can, we can kind of continue that, that trend of getting back out on the road. But yeah, I mean, you know, it was one of those things where uh, we had, we, you know, we had the, the property already and uh, the building was already here. This is an old home that was built in the thirties. And, uh, so it was just a kind of a matter of, you know, um, uh, my family and I just looking at it and going, what can we do with this place? And, um, and just realizing that there was kind of a, there was a niche to fill because I mean, you, you know, Texas, uh, for those of y'all that, you know, hadn't been around this area too much. I mean, it's just, you know, it's a really bustling, rich and uh, thriving music scene you've got a lot of musicians and uh and there's there's a lot of great music venues around already don't get me wrong um but most of them are bars or, or dance halls or or you know uh big places and um you know there's there's kind of a i think a market for and especially coming out of covid really for uh, you know uh, songwriters and and wanting to see songwriters up close and personal, maybe in a place where you don't have to really fight a big crowd and and uh, you know we do BYOB so you know we let people bring a, their bottle of wine in and we do you know bottle service kind of thing and so it's I mean it's just it's kind of a, just a unique uh, atmosphere and uh, and setting to come and you know enjoy uh, seeing really good songwriters and and uh, you know just a comfortable place where you can kind of. 
we've got some church pews and some uh, some old theater seats and different stuff, and you know, just really find a comfortable place to sit and, uh, and really get to enjoy hearing songwriters and in an un uninterrupted kind of uh, setting. Um, you know, we have people turn their phones off or silence their phones, and uh, you know, there's no talking while people are playing, so it's it's a pretty sweet, uh, you know, kind of unique thing. Oh, right on. And you said it seats about 50, you said? Yeah, we sell 50 tickets. Uh, we could probably get 65 comfortably um, in here if we had to, but yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And, and, what, and what what gave you the idea to, uh, to open that place up? Well, like I said, you know, it was inspired by a few different places that already exist around, uh, you mm -hmm. know, the country, but... Um, Actually, right up the road uh, in San Marcos, Texas, there's a place called the Cheatham Street Warehouse, and there was a guy named Kent Finley who opened that place and who ran a songwriter's night for years up there on Wednesday nights. And Cheatham Street was a place where guys like George Strait and S Stevie Ray Vaughan and Towns Van Zant, more recently uh, Todd Snyder and uh, even you know folks like Paul Cawthon, um, a lot of those, you know, people got their their start there in some form or fashion. And uh, Kent's big deal was, you know, for his songwriters not on Wednesday nights, man. If you wanted to come and hang out, there was no talking. And so that that kind of um, just uh, that tradition of having a place where people could come and listen to music without, you know, having to worry about, um, you know, fighting uh, over uh, or, or rather. For the artists not to have to worry about fighting over, you know, uh, an audience that was uh, that was in conversation or playing pool or whatever it was. I mean, you know, he and they still had their songwriters night going up there. Kent's no longer with us, um, but he is in the Country Music Hall of Fame for his contributions to, you know, uh, country music in general. Um, but you know, if if you go in there on a Wednesday night during songwriters night and you uh, start making noise, man, they'll throw you out of there. And so I just always thought that was a really, you know, kind of beautiful thing to have a place where it was just, you know, about the songs, about the music. And so that's uh, basically, you know, that was the main inspiration for uh, us wanting to create a, a music venue that kind of honored that tradition. Oh, that's really cool. So, well, let, let me ask you this. So go, let's go going back to last year. Um, you know, we had the whole pandemic thing. We're trying like hell to get out of, but uh, yeah. did, how did that affect you? Did that, did that in any way delay the opening of uh, the listening room or was that not on the map yet? How did it affect your, you know, your touring? Sure. Well, it certainly, um, it, you know, it, it took musicians off the road for sure. But mm -hmm. I, I personally, you know, as far as, as my stuff goes, you know, took that as an opportunity to get into the studio, make a new record, you know, write some songs, uh, really, you know, kind of soak up all, you know, the family time I could. And so that was all good. I mean, I, I really, you know, made a lemonade out of, out of lemons, as they say, as far as all that went. Um, as far as the music venue side of things, you know, it, it certainly, um, you know, it was a tricky thing to navigate, I guess. I mean, you know, uh, but, but then again, like I said, being that I was home, it, it did give me the opportunity to spend, you know, spend some time, uh, you know, finishing up work on, on getting the place ready. And so that was, you know, uh, you know, in a way, a positive thing. 
Now, when it came time to open the doors, I mean, basically we had this place ready to go by, you know, uh, last September or October. And, you know, obviously at that point we were still kind of in the thick of, of, you know, the shutdowns and all that stuff. And so we, um, you know, obviously we couldn't just, you know, go ahead and open our doors right away. Um, and so in talking to some other musicians and, and to some other club owners and stuff like that, you know, I, I kind of, um, made the, you know, the judgment call that, that by the spring of this year, you know, things should be, you know, in the clear enough that we could open for business and kind of get things rolling. And so that's what we did. Um, we started out just to kind of, uh, get our feet wet and, uh, and get a feel for what it felt like to have people in the room. Uh, last October, we started having a songwriters night. We did it once a month and it was, you know, by invitation only. And we were, you know, pretty careful. We had, you know, we had masks and hand sanitizer sitting out. I mean, we didn't, we didn't make people wear masks, but we at least made that stuff available. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so once a month we had a songwriters night for the probably first six months. And then, um, like I said, uh, at the end of April was when we officially had our, our grand opening and opened our doors and opened for business. And, uh, you know, we had a couple sold out shows with Dale Watson, who's, you know, a legend and, in mm -hmm. Texas and beyond. And, uh, and since then, man, it's, it's, you know, we've been rolling. I mean, um, just, you know, nothing but really good shows and, and really good songwriters and great talent. And, uh, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a cool thing. Excellent. And now with yeah. your new album that just came out, yeah. um, did that come out on time as, as planned or. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it was, you know, kind of like this place, it was ready, you know, <laughs> okay. a, a while back, but, right. but, but that's kind of the way those things go anyway, actually, usually, right. I mean, you know, you, you very, in, in my experience, at least very rarely do you, you know, as soon as you finish a, a recording project, kick it out the door. Cause it takes some time to, you know, get your team together and, and do some promotion ahead of it and, and stuff like that. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it was, uh, it, you know, over the last year that we, we made the record and by the spring we had it kind of finished and, and then we, you know, basically put together a little battle plan to, to put it out in July and, and we followed through with that. And so, I mean, it's all, you know, uh, for all intents and purposes, it, uh, it came out on time pretty much. Uh, so, you know, July 23rd, it, it hit, hit the, uh, the world and uh it's been good so far we've had some, some great shows in support of it um here around texas and and uh i'm uh you know looking forward to getting out and and, and uh, playing some more in support of it and uh we've got some some cool things happening in the future and so things are going well outstanding and and when you when you're out there when you're playing and you're doing these shows um are, are you playing mostly your own music or, or do you cover other artists or anything like that Man, yeah, for the most part, I'm, I do original material. I mean, you know, okay. as, as a singer-songwriter, um, you know, I uh, I definitely tend to stick mostly to my own stuff. Um, I will, you know, on occasion throw in a few. It depends on where I'm playing and what the crowd's like. I mean, it's kind of, kind of one of those things where you read the crowd. And so, you know, I do I do some other uh, – you know, I play some Willie Nelson. Um I'm into guys like Towns Van Zant and Guy Clark, who are you know some of the great Texas songwriters, and uh, so I'll do some of their stuff. I do some John Prine, 
kind of on the folkier end of the country spectrum. And uh, so, yeah, it's, yeah, that's kind of what I was raised on and, and the music that really speaks to me and inspires me. So I'll mix in some of that into my set sometimes. So would you say as a singer songwriter, some those some of those artists right there that you've just mentioned were kind of your insp- inspiration or when you are writing and whatnot. Definitely, yeah. Okay. And I mean, yeah, and it's and you know, I mean, I think as just you know, as an artist in general, you're inspired by all kinds of different things that you hear, and uh, and so I mean, you know, my my influences have a pretty wide range. I mean, everything from Tom Petty to Johnny Cash to Bob Dylan, uh, but you know, some of the you know. The classic country stuff too. I mean, you know, I, lo- I love a good steel guitar, and uh, and I think th- I think you can if you, you know, listen to the record, you can definitely hear some of all that stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And and looking at the description of that um, that was sent over to me, and I'm going to quote it. Uh, it's a record uh, about embracing maturity and the responsibilities of family life, uh, sung by yourself in a voice that bears both the road-worn weariness of a lifelong highwayman and the fierce fire of a man reborn. Uh, that's a hell of a description right there. Yes, sir. Well, uh, yeah. And I mean, you know, that's, uh, that's kind of the gist of it. I mean, you know, like I said, I, in the past few years, uh, started a family and, 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 uh, after years of traveling and playing and, and, uh, you know, living that kind of, um outlaw rock and roll you know rambling man uh, lifestyle it uh it became apparent to me that um if i really wanted to uh achieve the things that i wanted to achieve in life and and in music and and but especially you know in my personal life and as a father and, and as a spouse and all those different things that uh I'd probably uh, be be well served to uh, you know kind of cut cut the party out. So that's what I've done, and I you know it'll be uh, three years in January since I uh, had a drink or anything else, and uh, and in that time I've you know managed to you know accomplish a fair amount, and uh, and, and life has been really good, and you know as far as the man reborn thing. I mean, yeah, I definitely have, you know, kind of found God again and, and, uh, made that a, a priority in my life. And so, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a hell of a story right there. Yeah, that's, it's true. You know, it's good stuff. I mean, it's, it, it's a really beautiful thing, you know, to, uh, to get sober, to get clean, to find God and, and, uh, and really, you know, put your family first. I mean, everything else that you want to accomplish in life, I think will kind of fall into place if you're just willing to, work hard and, and cut out all the the distractions and, and, the, and you know, eliminate the variables that are going to, you know, be, become stumbling blocks on, mm-hmm. on your path to success. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that, that is a beautiful story right there. It really is. And I can tell you've been working hard. Um, one thing to mention um, that when I, when I initially looked at this, it blew me away. 15 tracks. Am I counting that right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, and, and one of those, which which is kind of cool, is a uh, the very last track, which will be on the vinyl, is a uh, is a conversation with Bruce, uh, the the producer, and uh, and so that gives you kind of a a little bit more insight into you know the recording process and and uh, and you know um, 
kind of some of the, the insider scoop on on the the way it all went down and uh, and what it's like working out there and, and recording to analog tape at his place which is called the bunker in lockhart uh, which is a really awesome place to work and uh but so yeah so got 14 songs and that 15th uh track which is that that kind of interview and uh but yeah man a lot of songs and you know all originals. There's there's one on there that's uh there's a poem that my dad wrote that I've set to music and, and turned into a song called Outlaw Highway, and uh, he's been a big influence on me too. My dad has. Um, but yeah, man, you know, um, just uh, we had you know ten or eleven tunes recorded, and I just you know I came up with a few more that I thought would be you know would fit into the into that pile of songs, and showed them to Bruce, and he said, "Let's go for it." So yeah. Wow, man, that's that is so cool. And I, 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 you know, for for those of you out there, you know, listening on the podcast or watching us today, um, you know, I, not everyone understands the amount of work that goes into this. And then on top of it, you have a bonus track with that conversation. That's just mm-hmm. it, you got props for me, man, because I, I I see um, the, these musicians out there recording and, and laying down these tracks, and yeah, it, it can take sometimes you know a year or two to do all this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. we, got, uh, we have a uh, regular um, listener here to just jumped into the chat here saying, uh, hey, y'all, Brooke Utes is from uh, Mississippi. Cool, man. What's up, Brooke? The chat is quiet today. Normally, it's a little, uh, there are a bunch of chatterboxes in there. And I know she's going to ask here any time now. Um, were you actually uh, prepared to play any of uh, any of the new music you have here? You want- sure. Love to. Which one would you uh, really like to put out there for them today? Man, uh, you know, like you said, there's a lot of songs. It's kind of hard to pick, but uh, I've got one in mind that I, you know, I think it would be a good one to do for you. Uh, oh, awesome. Yeah. A uh, song called American Dream. It's, uh, you know, kind of speaks to a lot of the, uh, the central themes that we've been discussing as far as family stuff plus i get to play my harmonica which is always fun well here's a question for you how many instruments do you know how to play dallas oh man um well that's a i guess it depends on who you ask you know uh, but <laughs> okay. you know, i play guitar mostly i play a little bit of piano i can play the mandolin a little bit um you know the harmonica very you know on a very limited basis but uh, enough to enough to write and sing and play on you know or with to accompany myself um you know beyond that honestly as a songwriter i could probably pick up anything and write a song on it you know the banjo the ukulele the mandolin you can you can figure it out so but uh yeah, man, I'm going to do all a song called American Dream. This one's for my son, Tex, and his mama, Stacy. I grew up in a small town. I never really had much. Looking back now. Never knew how lucky I was to have folks to love me, a roof over my head, 
food on the table, my own ring for bed. Nowadays, strange as it seems, I see I've been living the American dream. My parents to boast, but everything changed. I was playing sports and making good grades. I started playing my guitar, chasing after the girls, thinking I could be a star, thinking I could change the world. Nowadays, strange as it seems. I see, I've been living the American dream. Waiting at home, there's a woman I love. Got a son of our own, thank the Lord above. So sometimes I play my guitar, see the news on Channel 12. Say, baby, they've gone too far, we're gonna have to change the world ourselves. Nowadays, strange as it seems. I see living the American dream. Nowadays, strange as it seems, I see living the American dream. say watching you play and, and and of course you know we're doing this virtually you know um between y'all and you know and in, in here but i i could see that you have some really good stage presence um i mean i, I like how you're you're even virtually you're totally engaged so like even i was like locked in and watching you that's just pretty cool man well i appreciate it man yeah you know it's it's a uh, 
you got to love what you're doing and you know you got to you got to want to uh to entertain folks that's what it's all about so so i appreciate you saying so yeah i mean i i uh, recently had the opportunity to actually judge at a country idol contest and that yeah. was a big big deal and, and just to see that yeah dude you you got i mean two thumbs up for me <laughs> well i appreciate that man thanks yeah absolutely i wish you were around when we were doing it you could have uh you could have uh, shown the contestants how to do it. <laughs> I think those folks are in the elimination rounds right now as we speak. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you ever done any any shows like that or any contests around Nashville? Oh man, you know, uh, I uh, actually <clears throat> I, I was invited to audition uh, for The Voice many years ago, about ten mm -hmm. years ago. You know, that's that's uh little insider info there you know a lot of people may not realize but they have talent scouts for those you know um those talent agencies that that uh um when they're traveling around ahead of you know their um their auditions uh when they you know for instance when they came through texas just you know out of the i was checking my email one morning and i have an email from nbc <laughs> you know, i was like and uh they're like well, we, you know, we found your stuff online and we're coming to the area and we'd love for you to come and, you know, audition for the show. So I did. And, um, and the first, the first audition went really well. I wound up, you know, getting on the plane, and, uh, went to, went to Hollywood. And I, I think, you know, <clears throat> it just wasn't for me. It wasn't really, you know, ultimately the right path for me. And, and for some people it might be, and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think it's, everybody's got their own, kind of journey and uh it was fun it was it was an interesting thing um uh but you know i, th I think you know kind of as a so you know like as a <clears throat> as i described some of my influences you know those guys towns and guy clark and all those cats i mean you know they they really you know uh um worked their way up from from the ground up and i think you know ultimately that's probably the way I, I've got to do it myself is, is to really, you know, uh, work hard and, and, uh, and, and build a reputation for myself on the merit of my own, you know, uh, performing and writing and, and all those things. And, and, uh, and so that's, that's, you know, what I'm going to do. No, I respect that. And, I, and, I, and I've heard, you know, over the years, what, you know, that I've been doing this, I've heard it from both spectrums. I mean, I've, I've interviewed artists that have been on the voice and, you know, America's yeah. got talent and whatnot, but then on the other side, like yourself, there's been musicians that have been, you know, um, brought in and they did audition and then they decided this is, this is not the direction I want to go. Right. You know? And so yeah. I, mean, I totally understand that. Yeah, no, I, exactly. I mean, I, I have all the respect in the world for people who like, like for instance, recently there was a guy out of Austin who I don't know personally, but I've, I've been familiar with for a while by the name of Jordan Matthew young. And, you know, he's a tried and true, true blue, you know, uh, traveling musician plays the clubs, like, you know, real thing. And, and he was, you know, he went pretty far on the show and, and did really well. And that was, that was a great thing for him. It was a great thing for the Austin music scene in general because it kind of shined a light on, uh, you know, there's, there's, there is a really like thriving live music culture in Austin. I mean, you know, obviously that's, that's sort of a well-known fact, but, um, 
but they're still though in that scene there are you know dozens of bands and and songwriters and guitar players and stuff that that outside of the you know the city of austin that you know maybe everybody doesn't know about and so that was a cool thing you know it was it was kind of just one of those like you know like uh, a win for the home team uh mm-hmm. you know he didn't make it all the way but it was still it, you know it brought national attention to him which in turn you know i think we all felt a sense of pride over so um and i don't think you know for a second he ever compromised who he was or or that you know there was anything contrived about you know um what they what they had him do he was just out there you know singing songs the way he would sing them and you know being himself and so uh, yeah, I mean, I like I said, I I have all the respect for anybody that that wants to do that. It just, uh, you know, um, you know, I I feel like I you know I've, I've got to travel a different path myself. So that's all. Well, and and um, Brooke is commenting in the chat right now, and she's feeling like basically to her, what you're saying is you're you're not a fake, and you don't want to be someone's puppet. Perhaps you know that's kind of her take on it. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's, that's one way to look at it, Brooke. Um, I think, you know, um, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, just, I, yeah. I, I know because I've heard stories about some sure. of these shows and some of them are not good. And, oh, and then, oh, no, it's, you know, I mean, I mean for the, a lot of it, it you know, I, anyway, I, it, it was one of those things where, um, uh, you know, I wouldn't probably go do it again. But like I said, it, it's it's one of those things that could work for some people, and I don't knock the people that that does you know has been a good thing for. Um, but uh, I just uh, yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's just not for me, I guess. No, I re- that, I hey, I hundred percent respect it. You know? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's just like even with what I do here. I you know, I'm a former musician. Never went as far as you did, but. Uh, one day I woke up and found myself on this side of the camera and, been yeah. here since, and I, and I've done it, I've done it my way, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, with, you know, very little help along the way. And, um, it's, you know, it's been successful in its own way. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I, I personally don't want to be tied to anything specifically, you know, right. Although right. it doesn't mean that tomorrow I may wake up and be on the radio as well. You know, you never know. And actually there is some talk about that as we're speaking, you know, um, that I, maybe, well, we, we are partnered with a station and I'm hoping that that's going to continue going um, a, another direction as well with them. So we'll see. Yeah, man. Well, it's one of those things where if you, you know, whatever your field of, you know, your expertise is, um, if you work hard enough at something for long enough, opportunities will present themselves, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a matter of time. If you, if you just keep grinding it out you, and you keep getting better and better, at whatever it is, the thing, you know, that you're doing is you love to do, whether it's, I actually, I got to, uh, uh, speaking of, you know, radio stuff, I, I got to uh, be a guest DJ recently on, uh, on gimme country, which is, you know, like kind of a, a country music app. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoyed it a bunch, you know, like, put like programming the set list and then, you know, writing all the little spiels in between the songs and stuff like that. I could see that being a really enjoyable, you know, thing to do. And I mean, I think, you know, you seem to have a knack for it, obviously, you know, you got a good personality for, uh, for interviewing people and stuff like that. And man, you know, um, yeah, I could see that uh, definitely being a, you know, 
that, that more doors will continue to open for you. And I hope they do. I yeah, appreciate that. I mean, we're, we're closing in on, so, I mean like this, so, I mean, is, you know, um, you know, Allison tracked us down because yeah. she's a podcast and, uh, to give you a little background, um, in uh, a previous life, uh, I mean, cause it, you know, country road entertainment does so many things. And, but to give you a, an idea here, I was originally, you know, for years, people have been telling me I should do something like this because of my voice and my, you know, they said my personality and one day I said, fine, you know, let's yeah. start recording. So, yeah. you know, so I get the studio going and then the lockdown happens and then I decided, Hey, why don't we stream it live as well and right. see where it goes. And, um, we ramped up and I'm followed now in four countries. Right? Yeah. Awesome. So it's like, yeah. Sat here, locked up in the house to figure what the heck. So I built the yeah. studio, you know, in the corner of the house, and here we are. You know, that's awesome. Dude. Beautiful. You know, love that, man. Yeah. You know, and, and and you and you you know you got it right there. It's like with anything with hard work and you put the time in. Mm -hmm. um, you know, good things can happen. You know, mm -hmm. I tell people all the time, you can be whatever the heck you want to be. You know, it's true. You know, I, I got a friend of mine I grew up with and we, you know, grew up, you know, shooting, you know, photography and film and which I still do. And, you know, mm -hmm. and he, he got out there and he went to Hollywood and he kept hitting that pavement. And now mm -hmm. he does, you know, a lot of freelance work. He does national geographic. He's done shark week, you know, wow. uh, he, so many different things. And it's mind blowing because I'm like, wait a minute. Mm hmm. I know that guy and I've known him since he was three months old. And, you know, I mean, he, yeah. he's done, he's done so many TV shows out there, like, you know, from, you know, girl next door to, uh, stuff with Gordon Ramsey, you know, all kinds mm -hmm. of cool stuff, you know, just, you know, kept going until one day that the opportunity started flowing in, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. I mean, if you, you know, you put yourself in a position to, uh, you know, to, to continue to hone your craft and, and, uh, and, you know, doors will open and opportunities will present themselves and, you know, the cream will rise to the top and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And, you know, and, and, um, I'm going to update the, the description after the show, it'll be on the podcast and everything with all the information on your new album. Um, cool, you know, I, I wish you the best of luck with it. Um, I mean, the song you played, you know, I, I really enjoyed, and I've already gone through all this obviously, but, um, love to help you get that pushed out there. Um, and I'll even, um, I'll send over, uh, the link to, um, well, the, well, the couple of links that she sent me over here, I'm, I'll send them over to the station and recommend they give it a listen. That'd be, that'd be wonderful, man. I appreciate that a bunch. Yeah, no, yeah, not a problem. The the fo the, the folks over at ninety four point one KRDE, they are just uh, amazing. I mean, they they play just good country, you know, cool. yeah. you know. So um, that that's not a bad place to get on their uh, you know their set list. Oh man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, you got it. Oh, let's see here. What's what we got here, Brooke? Uh, Mr. Dallas, you keep on being you. Could I please hear one more song? Batting eyelashes. <laughs> well, Brooke, that's up to him. Uh, we got a little time left if he wants to do one more for you. I'd love to, man. Sure thing. Uh, this one called Country Girl. Thank you. 
In the summer with the full moon rising well, Up into the sky it starts climbing and By the firelight I see her smiling She's my country girl and I get high wind I see her face shining bright as the full moon light my heart starts to race like an eagle, my soul takes flight. I get high every time I see her face. In the autumn with the cool breeze blowing The leaves start to fall, the branches showing And in the springtime with the garden growing She's my country girl and I love knowing That every time I see her face Shining bright as the full moonlight My heart starts to race Like an eagle, my soul takes flight Like it I, every time I see her face. And in the winter, when the air gets colder, Lord sent her there so I could. Oh, I love my country girl in all four seasons On different days for different reasons Well, every time I see her face Shining bright as the full light My heart starts to race Like an eagle, my soul takes flight Like it, I, every time I see her face, I, I, I get Lord, I get I love my country girl in all four seasons On different days for different reasons Yeah, yeah. See, I, I think this I think this album's gonna go places. And I and I just dropped it while you were uh playing too. Um cool. the link for uh it on iTunes where they could actually look you up. Cool, and man. For those of y'all that see that link, um you'll see um this is his page. You'll see, you know, the, the different ones he's done, but you'll see the first one listed is the recent self titled album, Dallas Burrow. Uh, that that was released on July 23rd. So be sure to check that out. 
That's right, man. Self-titled album. You know, a lot of songs about just my life and uh, kind of becoming a father, settling down, kind of figuring out what's most important. And uh, hope uh, y'all, everybody out there will take a little bit of time to maybe check it out and listen to it. And uh, hope uh, maybe it'll, you know, kind of bring you some some hope and some happiness and some enjoyment. And, uh, yeah. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. Yes, sir. You know? So, I mean, and, and you know, the, the, what the, the, the feeling I'm getting here, you know, um, from you and, and this album here is, um, you know, you're, you're, you're literally telling a story and in this story, this is about you and, you know, you're using that your, your, your instrument is your music to, um, pass on your story to others in, in, in hopes that maybe somebody can pull something out of it too. Exactly, man. It's exactly right. And, uh, it's funny because, you know, um, <clears throat> just telling, telling my own stories and, 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 uh, the stories of my life in such a way that, uh, that, that like you're saying, I, you know, I hope that people can just, you know, relate to, or, um, I, you know, I found that, um, no matter where you come from, all walks of life, uh, when you get together with people and, and, and tell your stories that, uh, that people will find something in them that, that, uh, they can identify with, even if they're from a, you know, a completely different background or, you know, have a completely different set of circumstances. And so, uh, that's been a really beautiful thing to, to, uh, experience that where, you know, when, when, when people come up, come up to me after I, you know, play a show or something and, and let me know that, you know, some song in particular has really touched them. And, uh, and you know, that, that, you know, from a completely different walk of life, but still it's like, it transcends, um, the message transcends all those things. And so it's been cool. Excellent. Yeah. I love your attitude about all this. It's, it's, it's very refreshing Dallas. You know, cool, man. Good. really, really is. <clears throat> I appreciate so it, brother. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're welcome. So we're we're just about out of time. Do you have any more uh, uh, plugs or anything you want to get in before we uh, uh, we wrap things up? Man, uh, you know, uh, follow me on social media on Instagram at Dallas Borough Music. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook as well. Um, check out my website. See where I'm playing. If you're if you're coming through Texas, a lot of my shows right now are around you know around the, the state. So uh, but, uh, so if you're passing through, check out my website and, uh, and check it out anyway, you know, there's videos and, and, and good, you know, content on there to kind of read about my story and stuff like that if you'd like to as well, but see, see where I'm playing and, uh, and then too, you know, hopefully I, I can get out there to, uh, out back into the desert and out to the West coast at some point. So maybe I'll, I'll pass through, uh, you know, that part of the world and maybe get to come play for y'all, y'all folks out in that area. Yeah, if you ever come through Arizona, uh, you know, give me a holler and uh, we can meet up or maybe we can land you uh, um, a venue to play at. That'd be cool, man. I'll, uh, I'll keep that in mind. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely, sir. Well, hey, thanks again for uh, coming on the air. Um, let's get you back on a little bit down the road and uh, catch up and follow up on how the album's doing. Please, man. Stay in touch. Let me know. I'd, I'd be happy to come back on. I, I appreciate you having me on. I've sure enjoyed talking to you, Eddie, and, uh, you know, you take care and keep on doing what you're doing and uh, see you down the road. All right, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Yes, sir.
All right, folks, uh, that's a hell of a show. Dallas is uh, uh, just a great guy. Uh, really enjoyed getting to know him. Um, hope you all did too. Um, uh, you know, and be sure to, uh, if you didn't catch the whole thing, you can catch the replay. Uh, you can, you know, we have a uh, Heather that was on it. Plus, you know, you can play it back on the podcast as you go to work or you're going on your next road trip. And, um, with that, um, a couple of things we want to touch on here real quick. Uh, for those of you out there with a business, doesn't matter where you're at Our station partner, 94.1, the ride in Arizona has some great advertising specials going on this summer and time is of the essence. Uh, you only have till uh, September when they have to start airing. Um, but the prices are great. 30 second ads for as low as $7 per spot. Uh, with them airing between 6 a.m. and 9 p.m. So this is an amazing deal. So if you're interested and would like to get more information, you want to contact Carol Handy uh, over at sales at the station, and you can reach her at 928-200-3956, or you can email her at Sales at cable1.net and i'll have that in the description as well. And for those of you all in the central Arizona area, um, we are sponsoring the local country junction idol presented by Teradiddles in Apache Junction, Arizona. Uh, the contest is now in full in, uh, motion right now. It's uh, every Sunday between four and six uh, right now for eliminations. Um, it's followed by the jam session. Uh, so if you just want to go out and sing or bring an instrument, uh, you're welcome to do so. And that's between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. on Sunday evenings as well. And you can also contact Teradiddles for more information. And that's at 480-877-8527. Again, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, and thanks to our sponsors again, 94.1, um, as well as Time Ryan's in Chandler, Arizona, the home of live country music. Uh, we appreciate y'all. So with that, folks, we will uh, see you next time. Be sure to check the uh, Facebook page for any uh, upcoming interviews on Inside Studio Siri. Y'all have a great night.